Today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag. This is what this is all about. They have to establish this Islamic caliphate. It is a resurrection, a revival of sorts of this Assyrian empire. And this is long before Islam. But the common denominator is this is Satan. This is the devil himself. Back then it was the Assyrian Empire. Today it's the Islamic State. The goal is the same. The players are different. That's the bottom line. You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of 1 Chronicles. All throughout history, there have been wicked men and evil groups of people trying to wipe out the Jews. As Pastor J.D. starts his new teaching series through the book of First Chronicles, he'll be explaining how Satan has influenced many different people through history to eliminate the Jews so that the promises of God could not be fulfilled. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of this broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth. Verse 1. Here we go. Roll up your arm sleeves and catch your breath, okay? (laughs) Adam, Seth, Enosh, Canaan, Mahalalel, And by the way, you're going to have to really be gracious to me and give me a lot of grace on the pronunciation of these names. I I want you to know, I did try to go over them, and I tried in as much as I'm able to not make them, these, these Hebrew Old Testament names sound like Arabs, but I don't know how successful I'm going to be. So I know I'm going to slaughter and butcher a lot of these names, so forgive me. Jared, Enoch, verse 3, Methuselah, Lamech, Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The sons of Japheth were Gomer. Stop right there. Does that sound familiar? That's in Ezekiel 38. Gomer is the modern day region of Turkey. Now that changes the whole complexion of Ezekiel 38, doesn't it? Because Gomer is mentioned in concert with and in addition to Gog and Persia. Magog and Persia, and that is Russia, as we're about to find out here momentarily. So Gomer is the modern-day region of uh, Turkey. So Magog, here it is, modern-day area known, not Turkey, as Russia. Madai, these are the, were the Medes we know today as Iran, modern-day. Javan, the ancient Hellenistic people, we know today as modern-day Greece. Tubal, Meshach, these are also mentioned in, and by the way, Meshach is not a transliteration of Moscow. Moscow is a city, not a nation, not a region, not a country. Tubal and Meshach were the tribes of people from the area known geographically today as modern-day Russia. It's not because it's Moscow, Meshach, or Tubal. And then we see Tiras. These were a seafaring people that were from the Mediterranean area that we know today as modern-day Greece. And then here's another one, verse 6. The sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz. This is the area of the Black Sea. 
Diphath. This is northern Israel. And Togarma. Togarma is in Ezekiel 38. This is also modern day Turkey in part. You have to understand that the borders of the nations today were not obviously the same as the borders of these ancient, uh, you know, nations back then. So this, so you're going to have some spilling over, I guess you might say. So you're going to have Togarma being part of modern day Turkey as well as, uh, with it, Gomer. The sons, verse 7 of Javan, were Elisha. This would be modern day Cyprus, which is Greece. Tarshisha, important. This is in First Chronicles mentioned as Tarshisha, but in Ezekiel 38 it is Tarshish. This is in verse 13 of Ezekiel 38, where it says that Sheba and Dedan, whom we're going to read about here in a moment, along with Tarshish and the young lions thereof, protest this alliance of nations that launches this attack against Israel. So who is Tarshish? Now this is believed to be modern day Spain and or England, which we know today as the United Kingdom. Ketim, also possibly the area of Cyprus, and Rodanim, this is possibly a portion of modern day Greece. The descendants of Japheth are also believed to be and really encompass all, and this is where some of you here tonight came from, the Caucasian people, the European people, and the people we know today from northern Asia. Now we go in, in verse 8, to the sons of Ham. They were Cush. This is in also uh, Ezekiel 38. Uh, southern Egypt, northern Ethiopia, and northern Sudan. Misraim, this was an ancient name for Egypt. Put is in Ezekiel 38. Modern day Libya, and parts of North Africa. And Canaan, a portion of modern day Israel. The sons of Cush, verse 9, were Seba, which is northern Egypt, Havilah, this is the Arabian Peninsula, Sapta, this is the western shore of the Persian Gulf, which again would today be the modern day uh, nation of Saudi Arabia. Ra'ama and Saptika, this is southern Arabia, and the sons of Ra'ama were Sheba and Dedan, there it is, and this would be what we know today as Saudi Arabia. Verse 10, Cush begot Nimrod. You remember Nimrod from when we were back in the book of Genesis? This was an evil man, and a very evil man. He began to be mighty, a mighty one on the earth. Verse 11, Misraim begot Ludim, Anamim, Lehabim, Naftuhim, Padrosim, Kasluhim, from whom came the Philistines and the Kaftorim. I think that in this genealogy they all had to end in Im. So there you have it. Verse 13, Canaan begot Sidon, his firstborn in Heth, the Jebusite, verse 14, the Amorite, and the Girgashite, the Hivite, the Arkite, and the Sinite, the Arvite, 
Arvadite, verse 16, the Zemarite and the Hamathite. Verse 17, the sons of Shem were Elam. This is again part of modern day Iran. Ashur, Arfaxad, Lud, which is part of ancient Assyria. Aram, hang on to that for a second, I want to come back to that. Syria, which is, Aram is Syria and Mesopotamia, which by the way is my birthplace, the area of modern day Lebanon. Now here's where I'm going with this. This mention here of Ashur, Arfaxad, and Lud in uh, verse 17, this was the area that would be considered the Levant. And you have to understand that in Iraq and Syria, part of the Levant, this was the ancient Assyrian Empire. The point being is that if you take the map of the Levant, you will actually see almost verbatim that this was the ancient Assyrian Empire. Now, here we are in First Chronicles chapter 1. We're in a few, few verses in, and we're already educated on what this is all about. I mean, it's, it, you'll, I mean, in a way, the headlines of today are right here in First Chronicles chapter 1. This is what this is all about. They have to establish this Islamic caliphate. It is a resurrection, a revival of sorts of this Assyrian empire. And this is long before Islam. But the common denominator is this is Satan. This is the devil himself. Back then it was the Assyrian Empire. Today it's the Islamic State. It, the goal is the same. The players are different. That's the bottom line. Well, let's move on. Verse 18, so Uz, Hul, Gether, and Meshach. Meshach again in Ezekiel 38. I want to draw your attention to verse 18. It's very interesting. Arfaxad begot Shelah, and Shelah begot Eber. You know what? This is really interesting to me. Eber is where we get Hebrew. And the reason it's where we get Hebrew is because in Genesis 14, 13, Abraham was referred to as the Hebrew. He was a descendant of Eber. This is why genealogies can actually be very important. Why do we call them Jews. It's an abbreviation, a sort of a translation from Judah to Jew. Instead of calling them the Judahites, he just called them the Jews. And that's where we get the Hebrew and the Jew. To Eber, verse 19, were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan begot Almodad, Shelef, Hazar, Maveth, Jerah, Hadoram, verse 21, Uzal, Diklah, Eb, Ibal, Abamael, Sheba, Ophir, verse 23, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktam. Shem, verse 24, Arfaxad, Shelah, Eber, verse 25, Peleg, Ra'u, Sarug, verse 26, Nahor, Terah, and Abraham, or Abram, who is Abraham, verse 27, there it is. The sons of Abraham, verse 28, were Isaac and Ishmael. Boy, are those welcome words to pronounce. 
Verse 29, these are their genealogies. The firstborn of Ishmael was Nebajath, then Kedar, Abdil, Mibsam. Mishma, verse 30, Dumah, Masa, Hadad, Tema. Jatur, verse 31, Nafish, and Kedemah. These were the sons of Ishmael. Now, verse 32, the sons born to Keturah. Abraham's concubine were Zimran, Jokshan, Medan, Median, Ishbak, and Shuah. The sons of Jokshan were Sheba and Dedan. That's Saudi Arabia modern day. The sons, verse 33, of Median were Ephah, Ephor, Hanoch, Abida, and Elda'ah. All these were the children of Keturah. And verse 34, Abraham begot Isaac. The sons of Isaac were, and this is interesting, Esau and Israel, not Jacob. I like that. You know what Jacob is? You know what it means? Heel snatcher. You know what Israel means? Governed by God, ruled by God, possessed by God. And that's what God changed uh, Jacob's name to when he wrestled with the Lord all night. Verse 35, the sons of Esau were Eliphaz, Ra'uel, Jaush, Ja'alim, and Korah. Now Korah, if you remember from our study through the book of Numbers in chapter 16, was Moses' cousin. And he launched this rebellion, a coup, against his cousin, and God settled it very dramatically. One of my favorite accounts in all of the Bible, because Moses being the man that he was, the man of God that he was, went to the Lord and basically said to his cousin, okay, cuz, you think you want my job? Listen, if if God wants you to have my job, why don't we just all meet here first thing in the morning in front of the tent of meeting, and God will make it clear who his choice is, me or you. Because it was a hostile takeover. Korah wanted to take over uh, Moses' position. So God basically had the earth open up and swallowed Korah (laughs) and uh, all of those that he had uh, recruited with him. And so I think pretty much God made it pretty clear that Moses was his man. So verse 36, and the sons of Eliphaz were Timan, Omar, Zephi, Gatam, and Kenaz, and by Timna, Amalek. The sons of Reuel were Nahath, verse 37, Zerah, Shamah, and Mizah. The sons, verse 38, of Seir were Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anah, Dishon, Ezer, and Dishan. And the sons of Lotan were Hori and Homam. Lotan's sister was Timna. The sons of Shobal were Alian, Manahath, Ebal, Shefi, and Onam. The sons of Zibion were Aja and Anah. The sons, the son of Anah was Dishon. The sons of Dishon were Hamram, Eshban, Ithran, and Charan. The sons, verse 42, of Ezer were Bilhan, Za'avan, and Ja'akan. The sons, now verse 43, these were the kings who reigned in the land of Edom, which is modern day Jordan, before a king reigned over the children of Israel. Bella, the son of Beor, and the name of his city was Dinhaba. Verse uh, 44, and when Bela died, Jobab, the son of Zerah of Bozra, reigned in his place. When Jobab died, Husham of the land of the Temanites reigned in his place. We pretty much from verse 46 uh, on through to the rest of the chapter have 
a continuation of the genealogy ending with the chiefs of Edom, again, modern day Jordan. Chapter 2, verse 1, these were the sons of Israel, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Dan, Joseph, Benjamin, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. If that sounds like the 12 tribes of Israel, that's because that's the 12 tribes of Israel. Verse 3, the sons of Judah were Ur, Onan, and Shelah. These were these three were born to him by the daughter of Shua, the Canaanitess, Ur, the firstborn of Judah, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, so he killed him. You remember this uh, account? This was really gnarly, man. And Tamad, verse 4, his daughter-in-law bore him Perez and Zerah. By the way, uh, in the genealogy of the Savior, this and, and this came by way of Tamar seducing her father-in-law, dressing up like a prostitute, because she would not give him, as was the custom, his third son to, in marriage, to give her sons. And you can't blame him. I mean, the first two sons that he married her, God killed them. It's kind of like, you know, you're not getting my third one. It's the only one I got left. So she went about a different way. So, uh, and, and again, and Tamar, all the sons of Judah were five. We, we know that Jesus came from the line of the tribe of Judah, and it came by way of this Tamar. The sons of Perez, verse 5, were Hezron and Hamul. The sons of Zerah were Zimri, Ethan, Haman, Kalkol, and Dara, five of them in all. The son, verse 7, of Carmi was Akar, the troubler of Israel, who transgressed in the accursed thing. Uh, interesting that all of the generations would read of this guy, Akar, who was the troubler of Israel and transgressed in the accursed things like God just wanted to take a break parenthetically in the genealogy and let every generation hereafter know about this wicked man. The son, verse 8, of Ethan was Azariah. Also the sons of Hezron were born to him, were Jarahmil, Ram, and Chalubai. Verse 10, Ram begot Aminadab, and Aminadab begot Nahshon, leader of the children of Judah. Nahshon, verse 11, begot Salma, and Salma begot Boaz. Remember Boaz? In our study of Ruth, the kinsman redeemer, Boaz begot Obed, and Obed begot Jesse. That's David's dad. Came from uh, this... Uh, 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 Lineage. Jesse, verse 13, begot Eliab, his firstborn, Abinadab, the second, Shimea, the third, Nathanel, the fourth, Radai, the fifth, Azim, the sixth, and David, the seventh. Now, their, their sisters, verse 16, were Zeruah, Zeruiah, and Abigail. And the sons of Zeruiah were Abishai, Joab, and Asahel, three. Abigail, verse 17, bore Amasa, and the father of Amasa was Jethro the Ishmaelite. Caleb, verse 18, the son of Hezron, had children by Azuba, his wife, and by Jeriath. Now these were her sons, Jasher, Shobab, and Ardan. Now this is going to go on to verse 23 and list those uh, descendants. Verse 24, and Hezron died in Caleb Ephrathath, 
Hezron's wife, Abijah, bore him Ashur, the father of Tico. I had to read verse 24. You won't, you know why? Because I was raised in a small farm town in Washington state that was named Tico. It's not pronounced Tekoa. Tico. Tico High School. Tico Tigers. There, I feel better. Right there, I went to a, a biblical school. Not really. Verse 25, the sons of Jeramil, the firstborn of Hezron, were Ram, the firstborn, and Bunah, Oren, Ozem, and Ahjah. And then it goes on to verse 33, listing the uh, descendants of that generation. Now verse 34, Sheshan had no sons, only daughters. And Sheshan had an Egyptian servant whose name was Jarha. Sheshan, verse 35, gave his daughter Jarha, his servant, as wife. And she bore him Atai. Atai begot Nathan, and Nathan begot Zabad. Zabad begot Ephlal, and Ephlal begot Abed. Abed, verse 38, begot Jehu, and Jehu begot Azariah. Azariah begot Helez, and Helez begot Eliasa. Verse 40, Eliasa begot Sismai, and Sismai begot Shalom. And then it goes on from there to verse 45, listing the rest of those descendants. And if you then continue on from verses 46 through 55, you have mention of the Shumathites, a lot of ites really, but uh, Salma, who was the father of Bethlehem, uh, that is a Hebrew word meaning house of bread. Bethlehem, the uh, town in modern day Israel and the birthplace of the Savior, according to the prophecy. Uh, and so we'll go to verse uh, 1 of Second Chronicles 3. We're making good time now, see? Verse 1, that look of just hopelessness. <laughs> Take heart. We're going to move very fast. Now, this is actually a shorter chapter, so enjoy. Now, these were the sons of David who were born to him in Hebron. The firstborn was Ammon by Ahnoam, the Jezreelitess, the second Daniel by Abigail, the Carmelitess, the third Absalom, remember him, the son of Maacah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur, the fourth, Adonijah, the son of Haggith, the fifth, Shaphatiah by Abital. The sixth, Ithraim, Ithriam by his wife Eglah. These six, verse 4, were born to him in Hebron. This is when he was still on the run from Saul. We wish we had more time today to continue with this message from the book of First Chronicles. But we'll have to pick up where we left off next time you join us. You've been listening to In Spirit and Truth, the teaching ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel in Kaneohe, Hawaii. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's message, there are a number of ways to hear this message and others again. Step one is to log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com, where you'll find the In Spirit and Truth media player. Just click on the Listen button in the main menu. The In Spirit and Truth media player has everything you need to download or listen. Second, you can subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast. Subscribing is easy when you use programs like iTunes. 
Simply check out InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and click on subscribe or search for In Spirit and Truth in the iTunes Store. Finally, you can download one of the In Spirit and Truth mobile apps for your iPhone or Android phone. And don't forget to join us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth, the Aloha Prophecy Update. Each Friday and Saturday, Pastor J.D. shares the current events through the lens of their prophetic importance. Be sure to tune in Friday and Saturday. Pastor J.D. shares the first half of each week's prophecy update on Friday, and then we bring you the conclusion on Saturday. All of Pastor J.D.'s prophecy updates are available through our YouTube channel as well. We also encourage you to become our Facebook friend. Now, all this information is available at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. Please join us next time for another edition of In Spirit and Truth. Thank you.